two days ago I was complaining about the, <laughs> the COVID thing and now we're in the same room. This episode will definitely come out late, but that's okay. It's a fucking cracker. <laughs> is a warning please return to your homes it is lockdown number three in victoria hello everybody my name is turch and i'm we are the we only do one take podcast it's the only podcast on earth that is a complete lockdown like i said i am turch and with me is my co-host the lockdown king the ceo it's kieran how you doing buddy uh i have to say uh pretty <laughs> crap i'm doing this, this carnivore d- carnivore diet Oh, <laughs> and uh, let's just say I've got the shits at the moment. <laughs> I'm back on keto just before the engagement party. I thought, how good will this be? I'll do a bit of keto before the engagement party. And uh, then they put us into lockdown <laughs> again. So what? as a time of this recording, it'll come out hopefully when the the, the five down five day quick lockdown, quick, quick, quick circuit breaker lockdown happens. That we can uh, we can go back, but yes, we're in full stage four. Don't leave your house unless, not even if you had to go to the hospital. Basically, just only if you want to exercise, and that's about it. Don't leave the house. That's about it. And I figured since I'm not leaving the house, I should really watch my diet because otherwise, yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, we got your engagement party coming up, and I want to look. I want to look sexy. Uh, so I'm now trying out the extreme weight loss. Uh, the weight loss diet, oh, the, the carnival I'm diet. I'm very proud of you. I'm uh, very which, proud which is very good. You just get to eat meat. That's pretty good. So you're just on the salami and twiggy six then. No, I'm well. Yeah, cooking, cooking myself steak. So well, there's that too. I mean, you know, you can't just you can't have steak four meals, <laughs> three meals of the day. Oh, look, if I could, okay. I would. Uh, Church, I've got a rant for you. Oh, please, please. <laughs> it looks like you've had a week, and I know I've rung. I, I know I actually rang you up straight away when this happened. Because I had to rant to <laughs> I you. This, I had yeah. to rant to you right then I and then. And it's still thing. been bugging me. Good, good. Ladies good. and gentlemen on the, uh, on the in the podcast world, I got yelled at by an adult. <laughs> and it wasn't Jess or <laughs> Alice or Kate. It Someone was. I didn't know yelled at me. Uh, I, um, I'm very proud. I, I know I, the story needs to go back just a, a few days earlier. I'm wearing, as I'm wearing now... I'm wearing these active noise cancelling headphones. So they're not just like in the olden days where they used to say, these are noise cancelling headphones and you could still hear the people around you. These are these are premium active noise cancelling headphones. That is, you know, if I'm if I put the dishwasher on and I put these headphones on and they they, they switch on, I don't hear the dishwasher. But I can turn them yeah, off yeah. so I can hear the yeah. surrounds, but it actively stops all these noise so anyway i went out for a walk uh in this lockdown and and was like i'll take my active noise cancelling headphones and uh i'm walking minding my own business now schools have have ended schools have sort of finished yeah and uh, sorry this is teachers have been active for two weeks and they decided (laughs) they needed a holiday i'll tell you what my mum calls me up about this lockdown and she just goes Oh, men will get, do anything to get out of 
<laughs> Valentine's Day, and I'm like, Mum, this is why you need to be on social media for these one-liner zingers. Anyway, I stole her joke. <laughs> oh, that was a good zinger. Well done, her. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I'll give her credit next time I see her. Well, you got to have her on the podcast. Ah, uh, maybe I will. Maybe I'll get her on. Get her on the podcast. That'd be lovely. So anyway, I'm walking. School's finished. The school zones in. And here in Victoria, we've got the the we've got the the crossing walks. That, you know that help kids cross roads safely with a lollipop lady. The lollipop lady. And so you got to stand behind the line and wait. And, and I'm standing behind the line because there's another kid there with a parent. And she blows her whistle, and which means we can now cross the road. And I'm crossing the road. And then I... with I didn't even think. Um, but I I just walk across the road. I walk across the road and then onto the footpath. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I'm, I'm walking and I'm walking and I'm walking. Like, it's weird that the cars haven't started to move yet. Like, why aren't the cars moving? And I just faintly hear this, like, whistle being continually blowed. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck's going on? And I turn around... And then I like I sort of like I take my headphone off to be like, what's going on? She's like, don't cut the corner. <laughs> Sorry, I cut the corner. I didn't go. I didn't walk completely in between this two lines on the road onto the footpath. I cut the corner. So I, uh, I waved waved her off, told her to fuck off, go away, Karen, and continued on my on my journey. And now I've made a de- de- deliberate attempt. I'm like, right. I am going to now go for go for some afternoon walks and deliberately cross the road when she's working and cut the corner again. But then we ended into lockdown. Oh, there you go. So she'll be back in a hopefully in a couple of days. So I hope to bring an update to you this. Can to do this. Do this. You know, we rant number two when I'm when I'm you know Kieran takes on the lollipop lady. Lollipop Lady Part 2. That's very <laughs> exciting. I'm very proud of you. This is the, the state that we're in at the moment. That and I was just like, angry. what are you doing yelling at an adult? Yell at the kids. Yeah. yeah. So you were jaywalking. Let's put it <laughs> there. If she had a gun, she would have shot you. Yeah. I know I cut, I cut like a metre off. A metre off. You know, took a shortcut. Oh, no. Ooh. Arrest me. That. They they give these people like it's power. fake power. It's fake it's power. Fake power. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. It's a they give them that little bit of authority. They give them a whistle. I think that was the downfall. Giving them all a whistle and giving them a high vis jacket because we all know with a high vis jacket a uh, a and whistle and a sign that says stop. And they can stop traffic when they, they want. Stop traffic when they yeah. want to. That's right. way too much power for these people who are obviously of too old. Too old. They're, they're all over, like, reti- they're going to be in retirement age, most of them, I would say. I don't I've know. I've never seen, like, a, a, a young, like, a 22-year-old <laughs> go, you know what I want to do in my life? Yeah. That's a volunteer job, I think. I don't think no, no, they get paid. Way. They get yeah, paid they- by the council, yeah. Oh, there you go. They get paid... Well, unless- they pay two hours a day. <laughs> yeah, so, no, they've got an hour and a half. I think it's three hours. Three hours It's, it's crap times, though, because you got to work... You work in the morning, and then you got to be yeah. back on in the afternoon. I guess if you're... What do you do during the rest of the day? I mean, unless you're getting paid for eight hours. Like, I'm bloody well, hell, I'll eight, take that job. This is, the, this, is the, this is the council we're talking about. Yeah. yeah I, can, I, can, I can stand outside for a couple of hours a day. And Will that do... go over? Will that go over their two hours of allotted... Or is that different to their allotted outside time, according to this government at the moment? <laughs> See, uh, who, this is what I don't understand. Uh, this is what I very much don't understand about this lockdown. So the government's come out and gone, okay, we can definitely 
You can't go, you, you know, no one can leave. It's a full lockdown. You can only go do exercise outside for two hours a day. You know, no essential, nothing but essential workers can work. Tennis, though. Except, and tennis professional players, athletes. Yeah, professional athletes can, like, look, they shorten the time the footy was played during the COVID stuff. But tennis games, especially the men's games, can be played for, like, four, five, six hours. Like, how is this safe? Turch, is, Turch, I know you're not a fan safe? of the tennis. I know you'd rather watch I'm paint not. dry than tennis. Yeah. But it's been very good. We're being in lockdown and now we get to watch the tennis all day. For tennis fans, this is a dream come true. The tennis should have been stopped. If they had to stop the Olympics, mm-hmm. the, our little thing of tennis here should have 100... Why bring in... Why, why cause the risk of bringing people in that we didn't have to bring in? They're, le- they're actually leaving people, actual Australians in other countries that want to come home for professional athletes. That's just ridiculous to me. You know? But if you really want to safely transport people, because apparently we had too many sick people at our ho- a, a water leak at our hotel, we had to move those people. Did you see this today? I did, yeah. yeah. Covering people in garbage bags. Actual little <laughs> black, big, big bin garbage bags. And people are like, oh, it's for, it's for security purposes. So they do- people don't know who they are. I'm like, who cares? I don't care about the person who's got COVID. Mm. If you've got COVID, that, that's a horrible thing to have. You know, you'll most likely survive, but it's a horrible thing to have. I don't care. What I do care about is the fact that they've gone, we've got to hide their identity. <laughs> the best idea that we can come <laughs> up with as a government to move is put garbage bags on their heads. That and that's like the gold standard that they're claiming at the moment, and yet they want us to be in a fourth stage lockdown. Hey, as long as the lockdown's lifted for your engagement party, I'm happy. I need to have like four million beers, and I meant to go to work on Thursday. So if we can just have it, just you know, extend that lockdown just one day, I'll be uh, just one day. No, I'll be, no, I'll be very no happy. More days, you fuck off and go to work. <laughs> Jess wants to go back to work. Jess wants to go back to work. You know what? Call a pull a fucking sickie. Say that you got a COVID test. <laughs> no, and I do. Call I, it the next day, all clear. It's all good. I do. I do feel very sorry for for Jess and 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 others that that all of a sudden, you know, can't work. I, every, I think... Every single restaurant would have been packed out because of Valentine's Day, all the florists, mm-hmm. everyone that would have mm-hmm. just got, you know, people who probably postponed their weddings for six months, a year, finally could have their wedding on the weekend and they had to... Yeah, had to, had to cancel. Weddings were cancelled. Uh, bloody, bloody Crazy. outrage. The fact that we didn't even go to like the the one of the lesser tiers of like you know yeah d- just have a couple of people be outdoors etc 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 just I think there was a better option and I think that better option is that's it we're starting the we only do one take podcast party yeah we're, I know. as soon as we get enough people I'm starting my own cults for tax tax write off we're gonna uh, oh that tax, that too and then I think we'll extension. start a political party. And um, will, that's pretty good. But I want you to know that Church, I'm, I'm not going to be running for for you know premier or or supreme leader. I'm clearly just want to be a backbencher. Yeah. Earning my two hundred thousand k a year. Yeah. Uh, ideally, in the opposition or or a person that doesn't actually have much say, 
do some yelling, eat one some of the lunches. Third parties. One of huh? the, one of the uh, not one of the two big parties. Just yeah, yeah, third party, third party. So yeah. you know they don't really do much, and um, and you know do my eight years and get my pension. Yeah, is it eight years or is it four years for your pension? No, I think it's eight years. I think you got to do two terms. Yeah, maybe that's the case. So I'm not quite sure. I haven't looked into um, scamming the system as much as you have. Now that's a guy. scam. That's a scam. That's definitely a scam. Well, to- I've got I've got a rant. I've got a rant for you. Yeah. It's a completely different type of rant. Excellent. I feel like you just did uh, a rant then about the government. I know. I, I, but I'll rant about the government every single day of the week. <laughs> and taxes. The issue with it if you're playing home. bingo along uh, at home, you know. Uh... Yeah, fucking cross that shit <laughs> Here's one for you. Here's a, here's a regular, everyday, ordinary man uh, rant. Uh, every so often, I like a good soft drink. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, I'm a fan of Coke and I'm a fan of lemonade. But the Schweppes lemonade, mm-hmm. Schweppes lemonade is definitely the best. Like, Sprite tastes like poison compared to Schweppes lemonade. I'm just going to say. Yeah, Schweppes is, a, Schweppes is a good band. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Anyway. anyway Sprite's I, not a lemonade. Yeah, well, that's, it's, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, it's the equivalent, I guess. Mm. Yeah. So I go to my garage. I get, pull some cans out of, out of the garage and put it in the fridge. You know what's annoying? Cans that don't stack. Did you know uh, Coke cans don't stack? I did not know that. So I'm putting out some cans. Oh, I'll just stack them on top of, you know, and carry them to the fridge from the garage. Oh, laddy da. Someone's got a garage. A garage. Oh. It's called a car hole. It's called a car hole. It's called the grooming salon. That's what it is. I have two cars and none of them go into my garage. But yeah, the Coke cans don't stack. Whereas the Schweppes lemonade ones do. So it, already I'm just like, I prefer. You prefer Schweppes. Prefer the Schweppes. And I think the Pepsi cans apparently stack as well. Yeah, because I, I once made a seat that. out of Pepsi cans. Yeah. yeah, but the Coke cans, they don't stack. And I think that's just for a convenient aspect to, mm. like, for people. Like, it, tuna cans stack. Yeah. Bean cans stack. Uh, you know, uh, cans of tomatoes stack. Chairs stack. Chairs stack sometimes, depending on the chair. Mm. Stackable chairs, obviously. But... When it comes to cans, the things that you want to stack should stack. And I think the cans of Coke should be able to stack. And I have a feeling that they used to be able to. See, I don't know this because uh, all the Coke cans or the Coke Zero cans in my place are in the free, uh, in the vegetable drawer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you're on a... I was going to say that, that just because you're on your ve- uh, meat carnivore diet at the moment no that's always the case that's always the case yeah yeah do you guys even have vegetables (laughs) in your house what vegetables what are you talking about vegetables are good for you no 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 we do have vegetables they just sort of very i'm amazed that you've gone the the meat like carnivore carnivore diet Hmm. and instead of being backed up with shit you're just shitting yourself Mm -hmm. because i would have thought it would have been the other way around what do you mean like, I would have thought that you would have been constipated. Oh, constipated. No, no, no. I've been reading about this. Um, this is this is the yucky part of the podcast where, you, you know, medical stuff with Kieran. Uh, it's to do with bacteria. Ah. And your body's not... You know, my body's obviously not used to the to the uh, a lot of protein. It's used to more carbs. So it doesn't yeah. have the bacteria 
so at the moment, my body's sort of... Oh my God, before. Oh my God, I felt like I was like dying and I had the sweats and... Anyway, I had some electrolytes feeling much better. Oh, that's good. But um, yeah, yeah it's something to do with the bacteria, yada, yada, yada. Uh, it's as, as complicated as I know. No, it, it, well, apparently it stops soon. Uh, well, I'm glad you're the doctor, not me. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Uh, uh, yeah, very, very... Uh, 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 another one's people not responding. Yeah. I, I've sort of said this a few times now, but uh, I... I, tr- I, play- I jammed with this band and they're like, oh, we might have a gig coming up like later on in the year, this, that. And I thought, oh, yeah. Which you know, band? I didn't get it. But, oh, don't, don't worry. Right. And uh, I thought, yeah, yeah, just give me a call back. If you need a guitarist, let me know. And it was been like a month and a half. And they only just got back to me today. And I'm like, you didn't want me. Just tell me. Mm. It's laziness. It's laziness. Same as same as the event organizer for this engagement party. I've been trying to confirm with her what uh, jugs of uh, cocktail we're gonna get. <laughs> like uh, important things. All right, all right. Some people may have missed this. Just give a give a quick overview of of the event organizer for your engagement. Oh, the event organizer uh, at the absolute last minute, and I'm talking like a month ago for an event that's happening in two weeks decided to tell us that the venue itself does not do catering anymore and we're going to have to go to a third-party caterer. Also, we're going to have to increase the cost of the bar tab, the minimum spend, and you're going to have to pay... Tell me, we're going to have to pay for security and a whole bunch of other little things that we're just like, no. So, I was... I just got the contract out and fought like crazy. Anyway, long story short, uh, we're not paying the extra three grand she was trying to chuck onto us. We're getting more food because I was able to, to talk to the caterers like a human being and a pushy person that I am. And uh, we're not paying for security and they're giving us eight jugs of cocktails. Which is very nice. And I believe you met with her in person. Yeah, she was okay in person. And then she was meant to send us an email about everything. Hmm. And still waiting for that email. Mm-hmm. That was... That was a while ago now. That was a while ago now. Oh, you know, she's working from home. It's very stressful. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hard to answer one email. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's real, real, you know, real hard. When she said she would get back to us first. I've even done you a favor. How's this? I've done you a favor. Instead of you having to come into the venue and signing in and everything like that, I've already signed in on your behalf. You me? That's it. So you, when you rock up, you don't have to do the scanny code oh, thing, everything like that. You rock up. That's wonderful. And you're, and, and you're good. You're good that's, to go. You've given the list of names. I've given the list of names. Very. Oh, that's 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 very good. I'm ready. I'm ready to party at so the if, at if, the engagement so, party. Know, yeah. I'm, I'm, if it doesn't work out, I'm just gonna say it's the tennis. Yeah. And you're all coming to watch me play tennis. Okay. It's very easy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time for some news. Sure, you got something for us? Oh, I've got a few articles here, Turch. Uh, always prepared with a few articles. N- news that we may have missed uh, around the world. Of course. Ladies and gentlemen, Jamaica. What's happening in Jamaica, you, you ask? What Jamaica, is happening in Jamaica, Kieran? Uh, well, Jamaica faces a marijuana shortage as farmers struggle. 
Jamaica is running low on ganja. Heavy rains followed by an extended (laughs) drought and an increase in local consumption and a drop in the number of marijuana farmers have caused a shortage in the island's famed but largely illegal market that experts say is the worst they've ever seen. So wait, the market in... So it's illegal illegal in Jamaica to smoke marijuana. Right, but not to grow it? But it's, well, I think to grow it as well. But it's, I feel like it's sort of like one of those, we'll just turn a blind eye. It's a cultural embarrassment, uh, said Tristan Thompson, who is the chief opportunity explorer. <laughs> that sounds like a job title you made up. <laughs> that is a great job title. That's chief a great job title. Opportun- You're in the C-suite, chief opportunity explorer. Uh, All that guy had to say two years ago was say, Bitcoin, what do you think? (laughs) And the country would never have gone bankrupt. Oh, uh, Jamaica, which uh, foreigners have long associated with pot, reggae and Rastafarians, authorised a regulated medical marijuana industry and decriminalised small amounts of weed in 2015. So if you're caught with uh, less than two ounces or less, you just pay a small fine and there's no arrest. Right. So... Uh, yeah, but uh, heavy rains have come along and, and destroyed their industry. You know what? Like Australia pays farmers to not grow crop, and they mm-hmm. also pay them... Do we? To not... Ba- not oh, yeah. What? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we pay them to make as much as we can and then subsidise them, and then they just have to chuck it out. Yeah, right. You know? Um, I, I think that as both countries might have a solution for each other because hmm. australia is very fertile it is a very fertile country yes very fertile. Right. and hmm. we've got a lot of farmers not doing too much hmm. apart from complaining on landline about how there's no rain <laughs> so i think that we can like so like we've got as much solar power as you need have you watched landline can... sorry have you watched Landline on the ABC? Not in a long, t- not in a oh, long time, but god what, damn. What a show. Regional <laughs> remote Australia is just so different to Maine Australia. <laughs> and the issues the issues that they have. It's just... It's, uh, I, I feel like we should do... Co- my... <laughs> What's that? We should do running commentary. My... Yeah, I lost my cattle on a 52 kilometre... 52 square kilometre ranch. Yeah. <laughs> Or they yeah. there's some there's some ranches that are bigger than it's like bigger than Ireland. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's just I remember what uh, Top Gear drove through one. Remember? Yeah. And they're like, oh, this we're still driving, and they drove for like four hours, and like it's still the same guy's ranch. Ranch, ranch yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. I I don't know why we just don't you know okay we may not have it legalized to to, to for use, but at least legalize growing it and exporting it. Yeah, we should be able to export it, I reckon. Well, you know, especially the countries that have it legal. Yeah. Who cares? You know? If you just legalise it, then people have the opportunity to grow to grow it. To, to oh, drugs, it drugs, these drugs are going to be decriminalised, I reckon, in, in Australia 10 to 15 years. Within 10 to 15 oh, years. Yeah. For sure for 10, 15 years, but I think by then we would have missed the boat. Just like, uh, you know, by the t- the Europe will have it done by then and then we've just... You know, it'll be too late for us Australians mm. to sort of jump. You know, you've got to be an early adopter. I That's think. That's right. You've got you've got to be the early adopter. What do you have for us, Church? Early adopter. 
Oh. Uh, the, okay. I've got two articles here. Mm-hmm. And a third article that'll lead me into the podcast we're going to have a listen to today. Okay. But two podcast, two two articles here that I ca- categorize under the category of. Um, I'm glad that you paid lots of money for your journalism degree. <laughs> or this is hard hitting journalism. Like either way, I don't care. You'll understand. So this is the yeah. first article. First Lady Jill Biden wore a scrunchie while shopping and people felt so seen. This what? is a real article. What? So the whole the whole article is the headline. It's like it's like the onion, but it's real. First Lady Jill Biden wore a scrunchie while shopping and people felt so seen. That's a real thing. So what, what am I just not getting it? What do they mean by so seen? So I don't. I, so she went out. Mm-hmm. Jill Biden mm-hmm. went out to the shops uh, the day before Valentine's Day or the day of Valentine's Day and picked up some groceries. And she was wearing a scrunchie. But she's the first lady. She, I didn't think she had to do any grocery shopping at all. Uh, okay. Number one. Number, number two. I wouldn't think a, a, a first lady would go out just wearing a scrunchie. But apparently, because she wore a scrunchie, this eighty-year-old woman, yeah, while doing shopping. People felt like they related to her, and that's why they felt so seen. Oh, okay. That's a real article. That's a real article. Someone's like, yes, and then an editor's gone, yes, and put it up on the on the website. Multiple websites have found this article, of slightly different variants of this article's headline and story. About this, I, I'm completely baffled at why this is a real thing. You know... I'm just uh, I'm just it, amazed she went out to the shops. I didn't think I didn't think they could do that. I thought uh, Secret Service would be all over that. Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe just people don't know who she is because she's like just a regular old woman. Because apparently the president, right? When you the chefs for the president, they go out mm. and they people can't know that they work for the president, like they cook for the yeah. president, because they've just got to go to like normal shops and markets and buy food. Yeah, that's fair. And then they that's bring it back. Enough. Because as soon that's as you know, like, as soon as you know, it's like a VIP. Poison. Someone could tamper, tamper with something. Yeah. Mm. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that she was able well, to go saw, by her I own. Just, I just saw that Joe Biden had a video put up on like the White House thing, you know, posted on his social medias and all that sort of stuff, and like less than three thousand people watched the video. I'm like, that's pretty low numbers. It's mm. pretty low numbers across the board. But that's okay. I got another one here. So again. Is this even journalism? This is the real headline from Vice. <laughs> so you know it's a quality news source. I tried not to come while playing the adult games advertised on Pornhub. <laughs> so I'm just going to read some excerpts of, of this. Oh, go on. All right, listen. So it's a very, it's a very easy... Um, I spent a lot of time okay so this is a real thing this is a woman Samantha Cole I spent a lot of time looking at Pornhub for my job and there's one type of ad on the site I can't get out of my head the visual change the visuals change but the copy is often the same presenting me with a kind of challenge or dare perhaps with a hint of hostility try not to come while playing this game I'm just going to keep going down a few other little things here 
Uh, what job does she have where she gets to watch porn so all day? So oh, she's on Pornhub on uh, Motherboard by t- Tech uh, Tech by Vice. So she's a yeah. Vice writer, yeah. I guess. Uh, here we go. I started my porn game reviewing Quest at Home as opposed to the Vice open office vlogs. I didn't know what will unfold on my screen. I began to click the first video that appeared in the hot porn videos in the United States section of Pornhub's homepage. Teen gets her yoga pussy licked by mum's BFF. The first banner ad next to the video is Come Shot the Game. Come Shots the Game. My apologies in case you want to play it at, <laughs> at, at home. Uh, this says it's a family affair simulator, but when I click through it, it takes me to a page rotating short clips of 3D animated porn of fantasy characters, blowjobs, and two dicked men, and what looked like the rabbit cop from Zootopia. I click through and I'm asked a questionnaire, one full page per question, and those animated porn characters rotating in the background. It asks me to choose my gender, I choose male. My sexual partner, Li- Liliana or Ver- uh, Verisa, I choose Verisa and wonder why it's assumed that I'm a straight male. I uh, Choosing between my dick size, small, medium, large or massive, I choose massive, which is the width of a skateboard according to the helpful aid of the visual CGI person and choosing my sexual partner's breast size, and I choose massive, which is like a set of beach balls on a woman that we wouldn't be able to stand so they ask her a bunch of questions but this is where um, it sort of gets it gets a bit weird for me um okay uh People forget that I... Uh, um, it goes like this until I reach the screen where I ask for my credit card. People from New York need to provide a form of age verification. You will not be charged. We will require New York law to verify the age of the players. Said this site. There's no law in the United, you know, New York, United States, requiring adult websites to age gate their services using credit card information. There's no way I'm putting inputting my personal credit card information, so I wait until I'm back in the office and start the process all over again with a Vice credit card. <laughs> So she, she has been able. So she does all this at home. Yeah. Then she gets to the same for work. Yeah. For work, and then she goes. You know what? I'm going to go back to work, grab the the company credit card, and put all of this on the company credit card. So shall we try and find out if she actually came at all? So she played games as as quality as Call of Booty, uh, Grand Fuck Auto, Mm -hmm. World of Warcraft. (laughs) These are these are great. Cyberfuck. I <laughs> know. Uh, so, according to uh, Grand, uh, uh, to Call of Booty, your final review so far, I've not come. I've not even tried to not. I, I haven't even tried to not come. Uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, definitely did not come. World of Warcraft, no come. Tetris um, did not come or attempt not to come and nearly endangered my computer. And Cyberfuck which is a rip-off of the board game Cyberpunk 2020. The instructions are about pleasing a woman. Maybe I will come today. Despite these very sexual instructions, it's a goddamn puzzle game, and I'm awful at puzzles. Somehow I die trying to solve this one. I've had it. Final review, I did not come. She also plays Gotham Sluts, going all the way. And at the end, um, the seven games, and narrowly avoided a $40 charge on my company's credit card later, did I have to try not to come? No, not even a little bit. Not coming was effortlessly easy. In fact, I may never again. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that this person went to a 
possibly some sort of higher education. It's very expensive in the US over there. It's probably $100,000. And then this is the kind of schlock she has to write. Uh, top quality journalism. I, I like how this is what... she's. <laughs> At least, you know what, at least she is one of the journalists that has actually documented, as part of her story, her investigation. But this would have been a far better YouTube video than it would have been an article. Like, <laughs> just, like I, I, have you ever watched the Angry Video Game Nerd? Or Angry like, Video Game Nerd, no. no. Or do you watch any, like, reviewers on YouTube that review video games at all? Church, I don't play video games. Yeah, no, I haven't played in a long time, but it's nostalgic for me. This AVGN's been around forever, and guys like John yeah. Tron and stuff like that. Unless it's Mario Kart 64, I have no interest. Oh, Donkey Kong or uh, GoldenEye. Well, it would have been funnier if he, she made a video and showed some screen, it would have been. screen, it would have know, been. Some yeah. screen footage, some footage of it and all that sort of fun stuff. But anyway, um, maybe that's something you should also research for the show. And maybe we can do right. an audio top, version of it. Top quality. Uh... <laughs> I tried right, joking I'll put it on the um... 40, for, But for 40, $49 or whatever it was, you know how much porn you could buy for $49? Infinite. There's so much porn out there that you don't even need to pay for porn. Infinite because torrents exist. And Pornhub exists. Yeah. Oh, well. Unless you want to pay for people who are on OnlyFans. That's true. That's, that's like know, a couple of weeks, I guess. Depending on... Depending on how much of a, a wiffle ball bat you want them to stick up their ass. Mm. You got some more news for us? Oh, I do. I do indeed, uh, Turge. Uh, very, 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 very fascinating. Uh, can you tell that I'm stalling for time? Because I, I can lost tell my you. That's okay. <laughs> you have plenty of time to get the articles, buddy boy. But that's all right. No, no, it's up now. French workers can now eat lunch at their desks without breaking the law. Oh, that's that's great. That's very exciting. So, I was reading this article and I was actually like, well, you know what? Australia needs to take some productivity tips out of from France. Because apparently the lunch break in France um, has long been considered sacrosanct. And uh, basically, they are allowed to go out and to like a restaurant and have a two or three course meal with their colleagues yeah at like a nearby restaurant bistro and then come back later to work yeah so you start work and then you go away for a couple of hours eat socialize and then come back and do a little bit more work and then go home but you can do that it, it, i think it's because you work in a a school type environment you've got set times hmm. Whereas, like, my hmm. cousin, like, you know, he takes the kids to school and then works a bit and he takes the kids home. Then after that, he works in the evening, you know? You can do that. Oh, I think it's bloody brilliant. But anyway, COVID came along and then um, uh, they weren't allowed to go out and they weren't allowed to, to, to eat lunch. But now, the French workers can now eat their lunch at their desks. Their three-course meals? Well, they can have some three-course meals, but it's got to be at their desk. I'm becoming a bit more common eating my lunch at my desk. I don't like eating my lunch at my desk. Well, you know what? Because eating for me, like, with work, is not something I don't... Uh, I just eat and get it done. <clears throat> like, it's like two, three minutes worth of food and then done. Because at lunchtime, I'd rather go for a walk and spend my time doing that. And I can eat and walk. 
I can eat and, and read emails. As long as I'm not in a meeting, it's all good. You know, I've been doing protein shakes lately, so you know the pain. One, two, three. All right. Church, I'm not sure if you can hear me, but I, I cannot hear you. I can hear you, buddy boy. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, what the fuck happened? And we're back, everybody. Uh, sorry about that technical difficulty <laughs> there. Oh, uh, we're, we're now in the same room, <laughs> which it's, is amazing. It's just amazing how, <laughs> how it works. So, uh, two days ago, I was complaining about the... The COVID thing, and now we're in the same room. This episode will definitely come out late, but that's okay. It's a fucking cracker of an episode. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to finish editing it at work <laughs> tomorrow morning, so it'll be out Friday. Uh, but anyway, very exciting. Um, we've, we're now going to move on to the best part of the show, I reckon. It's always a good time. And this is the part where we consult. We, well, it's called the Podcast Consultants. We need a theme tune. You've got to think of a theme tune. We'll write one together. Do, 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 All right. I, have I got... I can't write music. I know. I, I'm a music appreciator. That's very true. I've got no music abilities. Thank apart you. Apart from you having that, like, audio of me going, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, you, you sang on a track for the karaoke Big E guys. I did. That, was, that, was, <laughs> that worked out a lot better than I expected. I think it worked out a lot better than you expected, too. But that's okay. Oh, ye podcast consultant. Oh, that just sounds crap. <laughs> I'm just really embarrassed that I just did that. That's all right. You're editing, so you can clip it and make it. Uh, I won't. Something I fantastic. Won't. So we got a, but before we do this, we got a message uh, from one of our dear listeners, uh, user five one eight seven six three two one, who who messaged us saying that I gave a very good public service announcement. You did of about how your phone can bing your, so your watch can bing your phone if you've lost your phone. Amazing. And and I responded to that going, I don't even remember saying that. <laughs> That's what happens to these shows. People, one, people go, oh, them. you said this thing. And I'm like, did I? Yeah. One thing that... One, you don't listen to these shows back, <laughs> even when you edit them. But two... <laughs> but two... Uh, some of them I do. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Very true. Well, we're up to our favourite part of the show. It's something that we've been... I think this is going to live on forever. In one, in, eventually, this is probably going to just become the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're up to the podcast consultants bit. And that's... This is the most fun part of the show. So I'm bringing in to you Kieran yeah I know that you're you're single and ready to flamingle uh-huh. looking looking for love in all uh-huh. the wrong places yeah I thought I'd find myself you've enrolled me in the bachelor haven't you bachelorette or, or lo- love, love at first sight or no, whatever no, I want to see you fight for a woman's love that you may not may not like the bachelorette to bachelorette going oh so I'm gonna stand there and get the get the rose oh yeah, yeah yeah I don't want you have the pick of 25 women <laughs> <laughs> one that's decision fatigue galore <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what i've got here for you is ah, uh, they'll make me out to be the nerdy doctor yeah well you are <laughs> academic jock welcome to the podcast <laughs> uh so you can't do that yes i can <laughs> um so what i've got for you is uh, uh a dating advice expert slash coach does this podcast her name is erin tillman Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll just let her. Now, I found this through an old podcast I used to listen to. She was used. To, she came on two episodes of an episode of a show called "The Biggest Problem in the Universe," mm-hmm. which is basically how we structure this show. I yeah. don't know you haven't listened to that show, but it's one of my favorite podcasts of all time. 
But she came on to that show and she was absolutely the worst person as a as a uh, podcast personality to come on another show. You mean you mean worse than Nile? Worse than Nile. <laughs> when it was just Nile okay. and I. Okay, well look, let me in- <laughs> let let let's just let her introduce herself. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name is Erin Tillman. I'm an inclusive dating empowerment coach, certified sex educator, speaker, and author known as the Dating Advice Girl. For over 12 years, I've been empowering and coaching singles by helping them to improve their social skills, communication skills, and get clear on their dating goals and objectives intersecting with identity, orientation, and lifestyle. Relationships and friendships are not one size fits all, but boundaries, consent, and respect are important parts of the dating process to have an exciting and meaningful connection with others. Listen, learn, and laugh with me on this journey of sex-positive self-discovery. Thanks for listening. All right, so that's a good introduction to this this character here. Are you excited <laughs> to learn? I was like, it's not a bad introduction. Not a bad introduction. The music in the background was sort of a bit, yeah. Yeah, it it sounds like one of those corporate songs, like they yeah. play in the back of like BP ads. Yeah. To try to inspire. I, you I feel like I was in one of those, you know, team meetings at work, and they've got the corporate training that we've got to do, and it's you know, I'm so you know, I'm John. I'm Samantha. Yeah. Well, We're going to talk about sexual harassment today. Well, you're going to learn a lot yeah. about that because she just ran a seminar mm-hmm. about ma- what is masculinity. Okay. Uh, what is a certified sex educator? I don't know because otherwise I, I, I've i certified you, Kieran, <laughs> as a certified sex educator. Thank you very much. Now so, I'm going to... You know, and I know my pussy's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all good to go. I think... So she just ran a seminar... With a bunch of other panels, and we'll hear about hear mm. about mm. them. And this is just a follow up from that sort of uh, from that panel that they did about what is masculinity and masculinity mm-hmm. in the modern world. Now, I would think that if a man decided to run a panel called "What Is Femininity," mm-hmm. uh, people would be very angry if there was a man on the panel. <laughs> Right, okay, yeah. And in this case here, I don't know, I guess people just don't care enough (laughs) that there's a female on the panel talking about masculinity. But the people she chose to come onto the panel are even uh, just as crap as her. I feel like the, you know, men are sort of like, uh, oh, there's a masculinity thing. Oh, I'm going to keep just doing what I do anyway. (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) So let's have a look here, let's have a look finished my workshop around uh the new masculine and masculinity and what it means by the way i did not edit the audio in any way this is how she released it okay um so it comes straight out of that introduction there let's just hear that little uh, fumble with the mic again you could easily do this again finished my workshop around uh the new masculine and masculinity and what it means to be masculine um and it was so great uh, my panelists were awesome. The participants were awesome, and uh, I just wanted to pop in here and bring on some of the panelists to talk about their takeaways from the conversation around what it even means to be masculine or what masculine even is. Um, so she's bringing on the panelists, yeah, to talk about what they learned from the panel from the conversation now that's a really weird thing I, I, for me to say I was also going to say can a female be masculine like are they talking about masculinity does it apply to all genders well we're going to find Is out it, does more it apply to one gender we're gonna, does it apply to one biological sex we're gonna, or both biological sexes we're going to find out about what these people yeah. learn 
but I like the fact that the panelists usually if you go to see a panel of people they're the experts and you learn something <laughs> I was gonna say, every, every time I've gone to something yes that's pretty much um, you know, you're not going to go to a panel about a television show I've you're been, telling them about the television show. I've been a panellist. Yeah. And I've disagreed with other panellists. Yeah. And if someone said, what did you learn? I would say, those other people are still idiots. Yes. Because I'm on this panel because I'm an expert. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, <laughs> this is the first guest, you know? Okay. Here we go. We're going to start with Kevin Patterson, um, polyamory educator and... So it's Kevin, and he's a polyamory educator. What the educa- fuck is a polyamory educator? <laughs> I'm not quite sure, and I don't know why he's been to decided to go onto a panel about masculinity. Uh huh. But that's okay. Let's 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 learn more about this Kevin character with the worst introduction ever. You know, Kevin was dropping some gems, dropping gems, dropping gems. Um, hi again, yay. Hey. So, okay, so we just did this whole hour and a half long talk about masculinity and mas- what it means to be masculine and who makes up these rules. And so what was your, what's like one takeaway that you got from all the, all the awesomeness everyone shared around what it even means to be masculine or what, what any of the masculine things we talked about? Why can't she speak? Why can't she just ask the question? <laughs> this one question. What did you learn from this panel? The whole point about being a good moderator <laughs> is to actually do not much talking. Yes. Yes. Your introduction should be short and sharp and sweet. This is Kevin. He's a polyamory educator. What did you learn from this panel? Very easy. Yeah. That was, yeah. Th- we've listened to three minutes of her talking and she said nothing. And I think that's a big thing with this podcast in particular. Because I listened to about three or four other episodes. And she says so much, yet so little. <laughs> You know, um, you know, you know when that thing is like less is more. Yeah. Or for her, more is less. <laughs> if you can't do it simply, you don't know. Your brevity topic brevity very well. is the soul of wit. Yeah. Like that's like you know it comes like Shakespeare said that it's mm. about jokes, but it's about everything else as well. Mm. You know. So let's find out what what this Kevin character, polyamory. Educator. I love how he's a character now. <laughs> Is he in a cartoon book? Well, we're going to find out okay. why I think he's a character. Um, I, I think one of the one of the major takeaways is that like we we need more. We need more. Basically, we need more. We need more people who are who are willing to be buzzkills. We need more people who are willing to like work intentionally towards uh, um, being being positive with their masculinity. We need more role models. We need more modeling in general. Like I know for me, like I I, I, I like looking at uh, Captain America and Steven Universe, where like <laughs> no one like no one looks at Captain America and and, and forgets that he's manly, but he uses his strength, he uses his responsibility, uses his personal ethic, like in in ways to protect and defend and like to, Church. to, to, to... what? Hang on, <laughs> what is the pro? So normally when you're talking about a panel, you have a panel. There's some kind of problem, yeah, right? Or there's some kind of like is masculinity toxic yes or and, and so you might define masculinity yeah and then you might go this is where it's potentially toxic so he says a few things right but we need more 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 of of what I, captain america I do we need more captain americans <laughs> no. do we need more captain underpants 
Why does it? Because I could be Captain Underpants. All the imagine, being, imagine wearing your underpants every day as a superhero. We're the superheroes <laughs> of Melbourne, and, and we're both like Captain Underpants. And we Superman to, wears these underpants on the outside too, but yeah, I think Batman's better. Only if Catwoman would. Who knows? <laughs> but I like. Why is it with these type of people? What the fuck is he saying? <laughs> why is it with these type of people that always have to relate it back to superheroes? Like, why? It's always like, oh, what about the Marvel Avengers? And it's, funnily enough, this will come back later in the show. Do you know what show. this is? And I'm sorry, America. This is Americans being overconfident and not actually knowing anything. It's felt it's, like that. I want the people. I actually want the people who are like, "Oh no, I don't. I don't have anything to say." No, you've got plenty to say. Less is more. Yeah, you've got plenty to say because you're an expert. But these people are ignorant and then think they know everything because they're going off about more, more, more Captain Underpants. Yeah. So let, let's continue. I've got this clip. It's called "So Long." What the fuck is he talking about? Okay. So, All right. I'm gonna sit the back. Thing that I, the thing that I like to do is like I, I try not to divorce myself of it as if like i'm somebody who's different or better or more you know enlightened or anything like that like but when i see a friend of mine you know saying something or doing something that that reads to me as um as problematic i say like hey is that who we're trying to be is that the group we're, is, it, is that the group that we're in is that what we're doing right now you know and so now it's like not only do you have to take responsibility for it, but I do as well. And the whole group has to take responsibility for it. So if, if my man's going to be problematic, he's got to be ready to label all of us problematic. Everybody has to be willing to be problematic alongside him. And not everybody's there for that. And you know, because I'm not there for that. So. You're going to have to translate okay. that for me. Because <laughs> I, I, I read so many notes about this. And, okay. He's basically saying, Let's just say we're at a pub. Could, yeah, he can't even give me an example. Because <laughs> yeah. in my mind, I'm like, can you give me a concrete example? Yeah, very just, simple. Yeah. I'm, this is how I'm picturing it. Okay, we're at, going, a pub. In, we're at a pub. We're at a pub. Now, what beverage are you drinking? It doesn't matter. No, no, but this is very important. We're, we're both having this... delicious mountain goat beers. Okay, and, and a meal? Have we, do we have a meal? We've just finished our palmas. We've just finished our palmas. We're on our second pot. We're at, a pint. pint. We're, we're good to yeah, go. Mountain goat. That's right. Um, is it Dark Owl? No, no, because we're still early in the night to, and still light out, so we've got a nice. Because I do like nice the dark owl. We were talking about that, okay. and we're going to move that to later on all in right, the night. Good. Okay. After a couple of whiskeys. All right. All right. We're going to have. All right. So this is. All right. Good. I just need to know where we are. Our listeners need to know where we are in this I'm setting. I'm setting the okay. scene. Yeah. Good. In, you know, um, and the light cascades over the the, the beer garden that yep. we're sitting in. Right. Okay. And one of our friends says an off-colored joke. Mm. That's. You know, maybe a little bit sexist towards women, yeah. or you know, uh, a little bit racist, you know, racial. Yeah. You know, like a funny joke. A That's funny what joke. I'm talking about. Yeah. One of us should go to them. Hey, actually, hmm. you shouldn't say that because by you saying that, we are all as a collective group racist no. or sexist. That's what he's saying. Yeah. And then he says, <laughs> "I know that I'm not." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but because I'm in the vicinity. Of uh-huh. someone doing this uh-huh. in the group that I'm in, yeah, I must also take on the responsibility. That's what he said in that statement. Okay. So this is a lot of projection. This is the word projection. So I just think he feels uncomfortable hmm. around other people. <laughs> For a polyamory person who will fuck anybody, yeah. he's really close-minded. <laughs> but jokes are funny. Satire is funny. 
I, I don't know. That's why I mean he doesn't. I think he wants he wants his cake and and he wants to eat it too. You know, he wants his cake and eat it to have his cake and eat it too type yeah. of thing. You know, he wants it both ways. He wants to be a good person because he's calling someone out, but he also wants to be a good person. But he knows that he's part of the bad crowd, but he also knows that he's not. That he wants everything. He wants to be only looked at in a good light. So that's what he learned. He learned that he's going to be trying to be more like Captain America and to call out his friends. That's what he was talking about being a buzzkill. And that's why he has no friends. <laughs> and that's why he's on this, on this panel. Boo. So let's find out what uh, what Aaron, yeah. the dating advice girl, thinks. Oh, Kevin, you're the best. So hey, I'm glad oh. to be Yay! Thank <laughs> you so much! And so I hope everything's going okay in snowy Philly. Great. <laughs> snowy Philly. What the fuck is snowy Philly? All right, Church. If you said something that was okay, if I knew it was a joke. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ha ha ha. That's funny. It is funny. Right. Uh, that, that, fair enough. If you said something that was quite upsetting, mm-hmm. let's just say uh, I'm going to get actually. I'm going to go ex- extreme here. I won't say it's you, but let's just say Please. let's just say there was a, a white person, uh-huh. a member of the Ku Klux Klan, mm-hmm. meeting with a black person. Uh-huh. Right. And clearly, the white person of the Cougar Cock clan says things like, your brain's small. Yeah. Uh, Phrenology's real. You, all yeah, that sort you, of stuff. You, yeah. And the black person then says to him, like, you know, challenges it in a yeah. nice, nice way. Yeah. Very appropriate to sort of go. Absolutely. Y- 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 Mr. KKK, you're clearly wrong here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but if we're just at a pub telling yeah. a joke. Yeah. That's totally different. This is why he's talking about that buzzkill thing. Yeah. And I guarantee you this guy has no friends. Or he's... Like, you know that whole soy boy thing? Yeah. That goes around where they pretend to be really virtuous. Or like that fem- uh, the male feminist type of uh-huh. archetype. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but you're only doing it to get laid. Because it's like, oh, I will do anything for the woman because the woman's right. They have to... Like, you know when Millhouse yeah. goes, oh... You know, if I do anything Lisa says, she's bound to respect me. No, no one's going to respect no. you. No one is going to respect. You'll find someone that will respect you for having your own beliefs. No, they're just going to use and abuse you. Yeah, that's right. If you just get used. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's continue on because there's two other panellists on this. How thing. is that related to masculine? Oh, this is just... Another introduction. Let's go. Yeah, all right. But we're going to bring um, Hernando on just to talk about his final thoughts about the panel. Hi, Hernando. Okay, I love it. Wait, so they've already done this panel and now they're doing a a podcast type of thing, yeah. Is it straight after the panel? Yeah, I think it is. I think they're all just on the lines. I think the panel must have been like an online type of panel. But because this is now going in, now, because it's now going into a podcast. Yeah. You've got actually, the MC person needs to repeat a number of things. You can't just go straight into. What you get out of it? Well, we've just done this this workshoppy thing, but now because I'm only playing this recording, mm-hmm. like I'm not playing the whole thing, mm-hmm. you've got to reset. Yeah, you've yep. got to because people may not have listened to the workshop. No, that's right. And in fact, I so you've got to put it back. You've got to put it back into context. And for I people. couldn't find the workshop online to listen to to find the context. Yeah. So I'm trying to draw every little piece of information I can out for our, our listening audience at home, yeah. and yourself, obviously. So. The next one. Let's just go back and listen to that clip again because... Because if we're on radio, this is a reset. Yeah. It's currently 9.40. We're here at the We Only Do One Take podcast. We're we'll the- be right back with more of the podcast consultants. Absolutely. 
And we're back with the podcast consults. We're listening to the Erin Tillman, the Dating Advice Girl podcast, the latest one. And she's about to introduce another panelist on the show. Yeah. So let's listen to the clip now and listen to how qu- the crisp, clean, and, and quality the audio is. But we're going to bring um, Hernando on just to talk about his final thoughts about the panel. Hi, Hernando. Hey, it sounds like someone... Do you know what a kill switch is? No. So, oh, like, a, like a burp button on the radio where... Oh, like the they, kill switch, the yeah, kill, like yeah. They press the button when they're going to burp or sneeze and they just, you know, press the button so it kills... The, it sounds like someone's going... <laughs> Back in my radio days, I'm not sure if I ever told you I was on Student Youth Network. I remember. It's in 90.7. We had a show called Lipstick on a Pig in reference to Sarah Palin, in case you guys missed that. <laughs> Only one person I ever knew actually got that reference. Uh, we learned about the kill switch. That's I had to use important. the kill switch a few times. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have one here. That's why it's as quality as it can get. So let's have a listen to... I can't even... I couldn't even... I think Hernandez or something like that mm. is the next panellist talking about masculinity. But let's have a listen. You know, when you think of things like assertiveness or independence or strength, you know, we sometimes attribute those to being masculine. But... I think those are also feminine traits as well too. And we have to start after acknowledging that, um, you know, for example, if I ask a client, uh, you know, describe these traits of, of masculinity and they, they say something like that and they might say, well, my favorite basketball player, LeBron James or Michael Jordan has that, or, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger has that, or some Avenger has that. I also say, well, you know, that's also sounds like Harriet Tubman too. I mean, that's a person who was assertive and fierce and, and had strength and courage and bravery. I mean, these are, these are not traits that are singular to just one gender. And so I think all of us in our own way, we're trying to dismantle and de- deconstruct sort of this bi-gender kind of perception of these traits, when in fact, I think there's a lot more fluidity and a lot more sort of integration that we all possess. What the fuck is he talking about? So from what I understand, he's, she's try- he's trying to say that things like... Uh, heroism yeah or being strong yeah while we traditionally think of those as masculine uh-huh realistically any gender can be that yeah of course so but i think what they're not understanding is there's a reason why we call certain things masculine because what we do is we give something a definition yeah very important for have our- any of, i, I want to know have any of these watched the ufc i don't know but continue. What, what on your train of thought here? Uh, I, I was having this conversation with someone else the other day, who you know, uh, uh, a feminist, you know, or, or for the women's rights. Yeah, and I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, we're, we're talking about sport, right? Right, and female competition not having. And and I said, yeah, yeah I agree. There's some there's some sports that like uh, women are, uh, in the AFL, yeah, like the Premier League just sort of started. So that's very far. That's behind the yeah. the, the curve, right? But I said, yeah, but in, you've also got to recognise that there's other areas. I was like, UFC. Huge. Right? Huge. The women fight in the same day. Yeah. The same event. There's multiple fights. Men and women. Yeah, we, we watched it with the McGregor fight that yeah, he lost. There's that. like five fights, five. six fights. And three of them might be men, two of them might be women. Uh, that women sometimes are the headline. Uh, sometimes are the headline, headline event. Fan. Yeah. Yeah. And they're fucking beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> when, and then I was saying, I was saying, like, I, I actually really like watching the women. F- I do watch. I like the men fighting, but I do like watching the women fight because they're not as strong, but they're more technical. Yeah, there's something different about the the style of fighting that they have. It's yeah. different. It's more. It's just as interesting, but for different reasons. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. But even like the soccer, like I 
women's soccer is still great because it's very technical, very, you know, that sort of thing. And the feminist I was talking to was sort of upset because um, they were very much into, they had this theory or this idea and couldn't compute that, like, women would be fighting like and have the same stage as the, as men. Because they don't, they they're not looking outside their little bubble of what they know. They're looking at maybe the AFL, ah. you know, and like, oh, well, the women aren't getting paid as much. Whereas in the UFC, the women are. Hmm. As long as they're good enough. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they're good enough, D- Dana White will pay you as much as you can get. Yeah. <laughs> as, as, as long as you fucking fight. <laughs> but in this case here... So I have no idea it, what he was saying. More, more than anything, like, <laughs> words have definitions. And I think that's a really important thing for a culture to have is... Not only a word, but a word like the word have a, a defined definition mm. that doesn't like can change over mm. time. Mm. But is it generally understood enough by a population to be used in the in the the vernacular mm. of the people? So if you say he's very masculine, you think probably quite you know physically, physically strong, physically yeah. strong, yeah. Um, assertive, you know, all that those sort of things. You know, because those are the general traits. They're not the exact traits, mm. but they're the general traits. You know, and with femininity, you think of other things. You think of petite. You think of a bit weaker, but you also think of beauty. Mm. You know, different different ends of the spectrum. We need that. Yes, there is definitely some crossover. But if you go, oh, this person was very masculine, and then you go, oh, were they very petite? No one's gonna say yes. No, of and I think. That's the biggest thing. I'm, they're trying to break down or unlearn, which is a word I really hate. Ah, oh, that's why you sent me the text message right. about unlearning, which I thought I gave you an excellent response. <laughs> when they're talking about unlearning definitions of yeah. words, I think that's a really negative thing to do. Because at the end, they, the words aren't there because they're, you know. Words... I think, actually, I think it's far easier to just go, my definition of this is yeah. A, B, C, X, Y, Z. But you can't d- go that far away from the actual definition. Because if you mm. just go around and go, uh, like, you know, c- c- uh, you play guitar, right? Yeah. And then you go, keep, you call it a piano. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Great musical instruments. Very but close. Yeah. Oh, but they play notes. They play music. You can play multiple notes at once. On Very the- different. But if you go, oh, I'm going to join this band as a piano player and you rock up with a guitar. People go, that's a guitar. I go, well, I call it a piano. When you I de- define this as a piano. When, when you're dealing with phenomenons, though, yeah. like when you're not dealing with hard things like a piano yeah, or, yeah. A, or um, physical yeah, or a, object a physical object, you really, actually, you really have to spend time defining it. That's right. But that's why the definition is just as important, if not more important. Well, the definition is more important. Yeah, exactly right. So having a, def- a definition of masculinity, mm. in this case, is actually important. If you just say it's everything... <laughs> then it actually doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So, this guy decided that what he learnt from the presentation was that they should change the definition to whatever the fuck he wants. God, this is crazy. Uh, Next one here. Yeah. There there are variations from the two things spectrum of feminine and masculine. And again, who makes up these rules for what it should be or shouldn't be or who's the, the pinnacle, like, benchmark of who we're measuring ourselves to okay so society have decided that this is masculine and feminine people Hmm. the regular like there's not like 
no, there's no Webster in Webster's dictionary that sits there and goes, I'm changing this. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not one guy or one girl. It's a general thing. Like we go, Ma- that's masculine. What does that mean? Oh, like strong. Oh, I understand that in my brain, in my head. Yeah. That makes sense to me. And I don't understand why she doesn't accept that. Because it's not like just Americans accept that. If you go to Africa, who have never heard of these crazy concepts yeah. of polyamory yeah and you go tell me what a man looks like they're gonna go muscles strong right yeah. you know oh what's a woman like motherly love all that yeah t- but they've never heard of these other you know because there are very clear biological yeah. differences between between male and, and female the the interesting uh, i th- i think they're trying to touch on personal preferences here which is so so let's go on for that uh, i'm gonna right. cl- i'm gonna clip, I'm gonna clip okay. and then you can talk about that we were taught a certain way especially those of us who grew up in like 80s 90s like way back you know and it's like we learned a lot of binary ways of being and so it's kind of, there's an unlearning happening even for us beauty mm-hmm. and so i think it's a beautiful thing to see my fellow educators like like embracing that that unlearning so this is what i'll talk about that unlearning that mm. unlearning that binary aspect of things well, yes, okay, things aren't as clear colour. Like, there's different, there's, you know, there's different shades of grey. Yeah. In this, bla- you know, it's not a black and white type of world. But the black and white thing, like, what they're talking about learning as a, you know, in the 80s, and like, I'm just assuming as children. What they're learning as children is the simplification of a very complex issue. Mm. And you're right, you know, like I, like I said, some boys like playing with Barbie dolls and some girls love playing with lego usually we would say it's the other way around but at the end of the day it doesn't matter but if you were to ask someone what is traditionally masculine they Mm. would say building with lego yeah and that i think that's what she's not getting i i is very a very simple concept i think because personal preferences are different and Mm. and when we as we move into the future Personal preferences are going to play a much bigger role yeah. in in society. To the I, I I actually think to the point where if you want to have uh, fair skin, you can have fair skin. If you want to have black skin, you can have black skin. If you want to have like a more whitish skin, you but, can have whitish skin. But the only reason you, you'll why be able to get that cosmetic surgery, and you'll I, be able to have that that personal preference. Yeah, exactly. But the only reason we have the choices to do those personal preferences is because we don't have to worry about hunting and gathering. Correct. And that, that's why, it's, I think that break away from that hunter-gathering naturalistic way of living. We're in a science and technology civilization. Exactly right. Now. Has yeah. given us, as and then the science and technology in this case has been very helpful in lots of cases. But in this case here, I think has deluded people so much because they're like, now I'm a special snowflake individual I'm not quite a man. I'm pansexual, and uh, I'd change my. That's gender. fine. They can be that. That's fine. But if that, it doesn't change masculinity and femininity. It doesn't change the masculinity <laughs> and femininity, femininity, which is the question: what it is, yeah, and what do we do with it? Well, we don't do anything you don't with know, it. You don't. <laughs> so let's continue on. This is why Kevin doesn't have friends, by the way. I particularly liked um, Kevin's concept of being a buzzkill. Like, it's okay to be a buzzkill. Like. 
and as someone who challenges masculinity um, and like kind of embracing that and that it's it's and it's also that it's not necessarily about being perfect but it's about unlearning and it's a lifelong journey and so she's talking about how kevin wants to tell his people off for being this person's even gone even the next jump and gone if someone's being very masculine or overtly masculine you've got to buzz kill them and tell them to stop so human nature or ma male human nature should be buzz killed can you imagine the audacity of this woman <laughs> can you imagine if i go to a woman and go you've got to stop uh complaining about your pms like there's none of that we can't that's toxic femininity right there not only coming out of your mouth but your pussy too you can't have this anymore can you, uh, you would be shot. Shot. But it's just to say... Good luck. You... <laughs> Turch may not be here next week. Yeah, that's right. When this gets released. But imagine... But, imagine I, but, but this woman just got... Hey, you know, you're talking about, like, lifting weights and, and working and... and all is that. it just this person doesn't want to lift weights? Which is fine. They don't have to. <laughs> that's their choice. Yeah. You know, all of them sat in... Like, I don't get them. I don't get I them. I don't get them. So... Let's have a look at this. Let's let's have, let's listen to the next bit. So this is the next speaker. I didn't catch her name because it wasn't important. But this is her other thought about the uh, topic that they talked about. And this is where I knew I had to bring this in. Uh, at one point during the workshop, you brought up trans masculinity and non-binary masculinity and how that's reshaping a lot of things too. Like, in, like bringing, including people of not binary gender in the conversation around masculinity that's okay so now i'm sorry i'm gonna take it a step a step back sorry and i'm i'm, I'm gonna be a buzzkill right here fucking go nuts. <laughs> what workshop a workshop i don't even think i understand what a workshop is all right did I just hear non-binary masculinity and what else did I Trans hear? Transmasculinity. Transmasculinity. Yeah. They don't even know what fucking masculinity is. <laughs> I know. So they haven't been able to define something and now they want to add prefixes before it. To, to something they haven't even defined. Yes. Uh, so a, now a, I need to a male who's become female can be masculine and a yeah. female who's become male can, can be, be masculine or can be feminine or, or could be somewhere on that spectrum or, or someone who is bisexual so i don't understand why sexuality aspects of it come into the masculine feminine type. like if you like having sex with anybody mm. or like men and women you know which is different to pansexuals i don't know i'm just going to continue on but if you like having sex with males and females you can still be mas like there's lots of masculine yeah. gay men yeah and there's lots of uh masculine lesbians yeah <laughs> you know and there's lots of feminine lesbians yeah. and there's lots of feminine gay men exactly right so i'm like yeah great that that would be the that would be the discussion we would have and we'd put it to a side and go what about the trans okay well they're transitioning they're either wanting to become a man or they wanting to become a female this is what always confused me like there was like oh gender is a spectrum but trans people literally want to transition from one gender to another hmm. They never go, I'm transitioning from a man to a bisexual or like, or a, a demisexual. De like, there's no, like, very simple, hmm. you know, one and two. I don't understand why this is even brought up or why someone would think this is a good topic to talk about because it doesn't, it, it has no implication. If you just say demi, uh, uh, was a bi-masculinity, hmm. 
it literally means the same thing as masculinity. Doesn't it? Well, I, I, I don't even know what they're trying to talk about. Okay, this is the one I call, call projection. Yeah, and I mean, listen, we've all grown up learning a lot of toxicity, regardless of gender, and so it's a lot of, like you said, unlearning, relearning things, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What toxicity? It it sounds like this sounds like if um, it, let's I'm going to put this in a university context, please someone's proposing a research project and they go through this research project and they propose it and then the academic staff sit there and it's almost like let me open my can of wool parts because you haven't thought about anything, anything. You, you you you're about to do this study and the data you're going to get you're not even going to be able to infer a correlation <laughs> yeah uh like there's so many problems it, but it sounded like this like, oh everyone has to learn i was like well i don't like masculinity is a good thing for mostly i would say hmm. and it served me well because it you know it makes me part of the person that i am I, I have to admit i don't really think i've thought about masculinity or any of this stuff well i think that's another thing and i, I, I was going to bring this up with you and have, uh, i mean what I, your opinion is i like? go to the gym yeah i do work i hang out with people I think these people, and this is what I'm talking about, like people have got a lot more time on their hands because they're not farming. Yeah. Right? I think the fact that these people have so much time that they've got this much to think about their, what mass, like they've talked about masculinity on a panel for an hour and a half and then after this, like another 15, 20 minutes. And yet they've talked about absolutely nothing. Oh. Can you, can you, if these people were lived a hundred years ago, they would have been killed. Uh-huh. They would have absolutely <laughs> have died. Have died. And no one would have cared. Yeah. You know? It would have been like, are you farming? No. Are you farming? No. Oh, I don't feel like uh, very masculine today. Great. You can still pick up a shovel. <laughs> yeah. We've got, we've, got, we've got to do work on our farm. That's right. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't care if you're a man, woman, or child. Uh, you get the pickaxe. <laughs> And you plant seeds, mm-hmm. you know. Yes, you can't. You're a woman. You probably can't lift a big bag of seeds, but you plant the fifty percent full bag of seeds, and let the man who's masculine hurry the hundred percent full bag of seeds, and you go from there. So this show is just just insane. I don't. I, I want to listen to more, but I just hate her voice. I I th- these are the ones that drive me mad. Yeah. Because I just go, you're talking about nothing. There's nothing here There's no con- of, yeah. of, of, of of value, of quality. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we're both wrong. Maybe. Right, maybe we're both wrong. But there's nothing in there that even goes, oh, yeah, I can see how this group of people have been impacted yeah. and affected. Yeah. And that's really bad. Yeah. And now I understand why making these jokes is actually a, a bad thing, which I thought was funny, but maybe I should... Yeah, maybe think again. Think again. There's, I'm not getting anything from that. Uh, oh, and I'm going to say, you know, we try to cut out things from the show. You'll notice that in yeah. this episode. But th- please, at least you would cut something like this out of an episode. So thank you so much. And remind me, I push this little X up in the top corner, right? Yeah, to get out. Okay. Just want to make sure. Thank you. Bye. Have a great day. Thank you. Do I click the X button to leave? <laughs> yes you do <laughs> you know what you should do that 10 seconds I know that 10 seconds or 11 seconds was prime audio yeah but maybe cut it out yeah cut show. it out uh, how's this one the only thing else I know you probably noticed there was some clips where she says uh, 
she her voice is like a Muppet. Uh-huh. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so I've got this yay collection. Oh yay! And tell me which Muppet you think it is. <laughs> yay! Bye. Woo. Yay! Yay! Yeah. I don't know my Muppet, so I think it was Grover. Grover, right? Okay. You know, it was Super Grover. Yeah, I don't. The yeah. masculine hero that he was. <laughs> <laughs> that joke's now nah, don't. Uh, don't. Nah, right over your head. Yeah, it's right. gone. Whew. I'm very sorry. So that was Erin Tillman, the dating advice woman. So how does masculinity have to do with anything with dating? I don't I don't really know. Uh, I kind of just want to listen to an episode. I've been trying to find an episode of her just talking about dating advice. Uh, but it, it seems like she's just jumped the shark and is talking to people. About everything and about everything, else. everything else. Which you can do in podcast world. You can. But if you're going, I'm a dating advice expert, like that's how you pitch yourself, I would... You know what? That Remember we did that uh, review of that Porn Stars uh-huh. show and she uh-huh. gave dating advice? Uh-huh. That had more dating <laughs> advice in it than this ever, than the four episodes that I've listened to. And that says, like, I know to buy my woman a quail egg. <laughs> a quail egg, that's right. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> oh... Uh, and, uh, and, you know, she, she wants <laughs> quails and take a quail hunting eventually. I'll, I'll do an indoor picnic. You know, I, I learned more from it, was funnier <laughs> and it was more entertaining. And I learned more than I did from this whole thing about these people not even being able to define a word where you could Google it and get the answer. Unless it's the news now. Google's banned the... Oh, no. Facebook banned the news. Yeah, well, that's all right. Who, yeah. who really... I don't know. I, just, it means I can't get any Channel 7 spam of uh, classic current affair articles. <laughs> <laughs> the horror. The horror. I'm missing that or Today Tonight or whatever show they've got on that channel. Yeah, whatever it is. But, uh, Church, this has been fun. I love these parts of the show. I love it. I, I love the podcast uh, consultants bit that we do. I really do. But if people want to find out more about our show and listen to other episodes, even like the uh, the Bridget B podcast that yeah. we reviewed, that's the part of our Wanktober. I think Dan, the, the uh, comedian, was on that show. Fantastic. Dan, the, Dan the man. Dan the man. But if for all your other waking needs, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, a death threat, or a rant, or help us define words, record it on your phone, and or email us at weonlydoontakepodcast at gmail.com. Kieran, so good to actually have you for in studio for this part of the of the. Of I have the to show. admit, I was I was I was ready to break fucking lockdown on Tuesday and come here. <laughs> I I actually I hate doing it over Skype. There's just it's just not the same interaction. It's not as fun. It's, it's not no. as fun. We can't do the banter. It's quite as quick. We can't. There's a delay. The, yeah. Uh, Always, you know. But thank you very much, everyone, and we'll see you next Thursday. Oh.